You're listening to the Parents Who Talk podcast. We're here to help you find commonality and community in parenthood. Now let's talk. Hi. Hello. (laughs) I just wanted to say hi. We just spent the last half hour doing dishes together. We did. Okay. Hi. Welcome to our podcast episode today. We are going to talk about our love story. All right, we're going to talk about our love story. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You just like turn on the podcast voice. Just talk in a normal voice. What's wrong with my podcast you're like, voice? You're like, nothing's wrong with me. Okay, so here's what <laughs> <laughs> It's 100% what you do. Just talk in a normal voice. I'm talking in okay. my normal voice. Do you not like my podcast No, you, you sound great. You just like are turning on a podcast voice. It's okay. like you're like talking and then I'll like say, like a phone voice. Okay, so here's yeah. what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Who saw who first? I think it was you. I probably saw you first, but I don't know if I really like saw you. How could you you. miss this beautiful profile tickling (laughs) the ivories? Not playing regular songs, playing hymns that are like... (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing more attractive to a woman than a man playing the organ at church. I had some cards against me there. But you, I think you noticed me first because, again, at, we were going to the same church. Mm-hmm. Got up to give the prayer. Didn't close my eyes because she was so beautiful. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I noticed you the first time was when you were giving the prayer. And I was like, oh, she's pretty cute. So then what happened from there? Am I telling the story? Yeah, because this is your part is the beginning. A couple weeks pass after I see you. And then somehow I learned who you are, what your name is, at least. And so I remember, so I was at Carson Emma's house and Terry was there. And I remember, I feel like I remember asking her about you saying like, oh, I should, I want to ask her out. And I don't really know if anything can be fruition from that or no, no, no. This is what happened. I remember I was talking to Emma and Carson and Terry somehow brought up like, oh, you should ask out Megan. And I was like, who's that? And she started describing you. And then I was like, putting two and two together oh i was like oh i know who that is yeah she's super cute yeah that'd be awesome but i never obviously i didn't really know you at that point so later on robbie and i end up at a party at your apartment that you and corinne throw let's talk about the party Mm -hmm. okay so i was living with three other roommates in this little apartment and we decided what holiday was it it was like november i know what what holiday is a fall festival Yes. Called it. You called it a fall. We called it a fall festival. I don't know. There was an invite <laughs> that we just posted on Instagram, I think, and Facebook saying, come over, we're going to have games and decorate turkey hands. It was so crazy. We bought a bunch of food for it. And mind you, this apartment couldn't have been more than 900 square feet. It was a two bedroom, oh, yeah. super tiny. And it's fall, like, in Arizona, so it wasn't too hot, but the combination of, like, I don't know, 30 or 40 people in this tiny space. It was so hot. It was so hot. We had all the doors and windows open, and it was, and, and like, fans like going. Was like, moving around. We were all just, like, Kind of hanging there. out, yeah. So, we throw this party. Philip comes because my roommate that I shared a room with was, started dating Philip's best friend and so um he comes to the party early right 
Oh, yeah. You we were, like, one of the first there. people there. We were the first people there. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. There was nobody else there. All right. I don't even think I... I don't think I even connected that you lived there. Maybe I did. Probably. I the party goes on, and you're about to leave, and I go up I to you. I to you yet. You hadn't even talked to me, and I go up and say bye to Robbie, and... I'm like, oh, hi, I haven't met you yet. What's your name? Shake your hand and we introduce ourselves. And you knew who I was, but I had no idea who you were. So I shook her hand and I was like, hey, you want to get married? (laughs) And I pulled her in for a big passionate kiss. Oh my gosh. Okay. Fast forward a couple, like maybe a week or two. And we like see each other at a couple other things at a religion class at and then we go to like a movie night at a friend's house and you're there and I like finally see you at church playing the organ. And I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute. And so I add you on Facebook. It was probably I have to go back and look at the messages, but you I messaged me <laughs> and you're like, hey, remember me? And I'm like, oh, what's your name again? <laughs> and I literally thought you were serious. I was like, we're literally messaging on Facebook. It says it at the top of the screen. <laughs> And then we had like a cute little bit just like being funny and then you asked for my number mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, can I call you? And I'm like, sure. And I think I was at my parents' house or something. And so you call me and you're like, no, that happened after the movie. So it then, did? So we, we started messaging on Facebook and then I got your number and then we ended up as a bunch of friends. We went and saw Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. And we sat next to each other. It we wasn't really a date, but we like. When we didn't drive together either, we both no. just kind of showed up. So it was after the movie. And after the movie, and then then I called Probably you, the and then I asked day. you out. Okay, you're missing the cute part. What's the cute part? That you called me <laughs> to <laughs> okay. ask me out. So I called you to ask you out, which, I don't know, maybe people don't do that anymore. I don't think so. Not very much. Yeah, so you call, you messaged me for my phone number, mm-hmm. and then you called me and said, hey, would you like to go on this group date? We're going to go do something fun. And I was like, sure. I don't know. Like, I think that was a couple days before the date. And it was like on a Saturday night. Yeah. You you came to our apartment. You and Robbie came together. Right? No, I picked you up separately. Did you? Yeah. Okay. On purpose. On yeah. purpose. Okay. Picked me up in your mom's suburban. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, that was functional. I brought oh. it because we were going to bring everybody. We yeah. were We yeah. all caravaned out to the desert to have like a desert date where we were going to just roast marshmallows and stuff. Yeah. But it was raining. And luckily we had brought a tent. Yeah. So we, because we knew it might rain. We just like had fun, played games. Had donuts. We ate donuts. And hot cocoa. Hot, oh my <laughs> gosh. Can we talk about this? Okay. Robbie thought it would be a good idea to make a big old massive batch of hot chocolate in one of those giant like orange, orange igloo things, right? Yeah. The things that you put like lemonade in. So he dumps, he fills it up with water. No, no, no. 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 He didn't use hot chocolate. He used Ovaltine. I know. He fills it up with water. (laughs) Ovaltine in water. Ovaltine in it. (laughs) And for some reason, we didn't think to taste test it. but So we filled it full of Ovaltine in water. And then when we got it out there, we're like, oh, this tastes like dirt. It was the grossest thing (laughs) I've ever had. So we had nothing to drink. And we had like a shiz ton of donuts. So many donuts. And bagels and cream cheese. I don't even know. It was funny. It was fun. We held hands. We talked about like everything for like three hours. Because everybody kind of broke up into their own little couples. Just chatting. It was fun. I forget that we held hands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if people think that that's a big deal. But for me, that was a big deal. 
like yeah. on a first date on a first date like i don't know you and then to like hold hands and lay on the ground in a tent and talk for like three hours yeah that was it was intimate it's cute <laughs> you played the ukulele somebody brought a ukulele oh, yeah. too yeah you played the ukulele saying it was fun it was definitely a like real fast connection i'd say yeah we felt really comfortable around each other really fast which i think is part of what accelerated a relationship so quickly like i felt like i knew you yeah there really wasn't like wasn't this period where we were tiptoeing around each other no. or at least for me it was from the beginning we were honest and open and felt like we could talk about anything with each other yeah yeah so there was a period in between our first date and a few more dates and i was like going back and forth between this other guy deciding like internally like oh my gosh and if you're listening to this you lost you lost sorry (laughs) um great person but not it wasn't going anywhere and so i was like i think this this could be something so it was like a team pita team gail situation yeah i was pita (laughs) just kidding and then we went on a couple more dates and then, I don't know, we were at your mom's house, and we just, like... Eventually, we DTR'd. We had a define-the-relationship moment. I don't know if the cool kids still say DTR, but... Know. At that point, we basically were like, are we going to start dating or no? Like, is this happening? Well, we kind of were like, I don't want to date anyone else, and you were like, me either. And I was like, okay, should we date each other? And then I was like, boom, kissed boom, her on the mouth. kissed way too forcefully. <laughs> It was our first kiss. It was our first kiss, and it was like... It was not too forceful. It well, was it was, just kind it was of like, so suspenseful. It, it was, was like 2 o'clock we in the morning. We had been like watching movies all night, just hanging out, and like then we had that talk, and then it was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Are we good to go? Sweet. Sweet. Okay, because I think Boom. I had said something like... Or maybe this was just in my own head. I was like, I don't want to kiss anyone unless I know I'm going to date them. Yeah, I don't think you said that. I think that was just in my head yeah. then. So then we were pretty much inseparable I for the next six the, months. Um, for Probably from once we started dating, I think we've been away from each other maybe for longer than 24 hours, probably like three times. Yeah, in six, six years. years. So yeah, we started dating and we both were kind of doing school part-time, kind of working part-time. So we had a lot of time to spend together to just watch endless amounts of tv and eat endless TV amounts of talk and go about out to eat all the time it was such a great time of life life was so easy it was so easy you were living with your parents i was living with these awesome roommates and life was simple life was simple we lived not even a mile away from each other yeah um yeah we were so close it was great so then started dating that was basically november the end of november that year early december we started dating and then maybe two or three weeks later at that point we had almost said you had almost said i love you like multiple times oh yeah but you'd kind of like brush it off and then we'd kind of giggle about it and i would tease you and then we just really wouldn't say it i mean at that point i already knew that i loved you obviously after like a few weeks yeah but we weren't like ready to say. Yeah, oh, we're like I love this is you. too soon. We're yeah. not gonna just. I think it was probably either February or March. So we said I love you, and then we went on this really pivotal trip to Utah. 
with your parents. We went on a road trip up to mm-hmm. Utah. To go to general conference. To conference. And I stayed at your sister's house or her apartment. And you stayed at your brother's. Yeah. That was such a fun trip. And I feel like I really got to know your family. Um, because both of your siblings, two of those siblings were up in Utah. So I got to know them a little bit better. Bonded with Sarah. And I was like, oh, the Utah trip was just great. That was when I knew we were going to get married. We had talked about it, the possibility of us getting married. Mind you, we'd been dating. We'd known each other for like five months. So we decided... We were in love. We were in love. We were. We knew it. Um, and when you know, you know. You know? Well, and prior to that, I kind of like knew in my, my heart that I loved you and that I want to get married. But I kept kind of looking for more of like a answer from God about it where I was like, well, I know I want to do this, but... I was just convinced that, well, I need to have, like, God tell me that you're the person I should marry. Because just because that's what I think doesn't necessarily mean that's what's supposed to happen. So I sat, I remember sitting in that for, like, at least two to three months. So, like, February, March, April, January, February, March, April, of thinking that. And then going up to conference in April was really what solidified it for me. Yeah, and I knew probably a little bit sooner and kind of had that realization, like, okay, I think this is it. This is real. And... You took a little bit longer to come to that, but you got there. Yeah, that's April. That's April, and then June comes around, early June, and we go for a bike ride on a Sunday night, which we did quite often. We biked from your parents' house to my apartment, and then I was in my church clothes, and so I was like, oh, let me change into something, because we were going to go back to your house and have dinner and like hang out. I changed into like some yoga pants and like an old t-shirt. I had, I ran into my apartment and was like, hi, talking to my roommates. And one of my roommates I remember was like, hi, how are you? Like really excited to see me more than she normally was. And I was like, hi. And I just like went and changed and then ran back out. And then we were going through, down through this tunnel that went under the main road that connected our neighborhoods. I don't remember. Were you like, let's stop? No, we got to the bottom of the hill. I was like, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Before we turned into the tunnel. And then I got off my bike and then happened. It happened. You got down on one knee. Well, and I had planned all of it too. So Robbie and Coco, who are the, that's Robbie and Corinne. They're the, Corinne's your roommate. They're yeah. the ones that we kind of met through. I had had them plan. So the way that it works is there's this tunnel that goes out under the road. And at the end of the tunnel on the other side is like an opening to the lake in the neighborhood. And so they were on the other, they were in the tunnel. So I had planned it so that when we got to your apartment, I had them go drive over there, get into the tunnel. So then when we got to the very bottom, they'd be in the tunnel looking out yeah. at the lake and they'd see our silhouettes. And then they were, they took a bunch of pictures as it happened. And then they ran up and then they were like, eh, and then they took a bunch of pictures. And the best part was you had the ring box, which we'll share a picture of our ring box it because it's so beautiful. I love it. But it was like this freaking sharp funky shaped thing and i had it like tucked in my shorts because i didn't want to put it in my pocket because she would obviously see it because it would just be bulging out so i had it like tucked in my pant in between my shirt and my like pants and it was in your waistband (laughs) just like the whole bike ride just digging into my (laughs) freaking crotch (laughs) i'm like dying like oh my gosh this cannot come any sooner backtrack so we had gone ring shopping yeah, at the we, mall. Once we knew we were going to get married. Once right? we knew we were going to get married, yeah. we you had like asked my parents and all that. We went to the mall and I 
showed you well even back even further I don't know if this was on our first date or like the first couple times we hung out I showed you a picture of a ring and I was like this is the ring I want when I get married you're scrolling through Pinterest and you pulled it up and you're like oh look this is the kind of ring I want when I get married I was like are you serious because it was an ultra thin tiny like a wedding band it's like a band with a bunch of little diamonds in it people would get like three of these as a wedding band in addition to their wedding ring and she wanted this as her ring yeah. It's like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, that's all I want. We found the perfect ring and you, I don't know, you like said something where you're like, they didn't have it. Like you went, you said you went there and they didn't have it. They'd have to order it. So it would mm-hmm. take a while. It yeah, would take a couple weeks. Yeah, to throw you off and thinking that it, when it would happen. Yeah, so yeah. you wouldn't know. So I wouldn't know when you were going to propose because... Yeah. And maybe this is just like a movie thing where people, and I don't know if people do this, but they, the girls are like completely thrown off (laughs) that the guy is even proposing to them. It's like, wait a minute. Why does everybody in every picture have their hands in their face like, oh oh my gosh, I didn't even know you loved me. (laughs) Right. Like, I didn't know that we thought about getting married. Like, this is so sudden. It's like, what is this, Miracle on 34th Street? But instead of her being like, no, you're like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I d- had no idea that it was happening, and I was, like, so surprised. And I was in my was comfy pajamas. <laughs> you were surprised. I, I, didn't, I didn't plan on doing it until, like, three hours before that happened. Oh, so. that's right. So. I just remember being at church. I'm like, guys, I got to do this today. I don't know how. But I just got to get this done. <laughs> and I was talking to Robbie and Jason. Jason's like, just go do it at the lake. And I was like, huh? So many people. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Because <laughs> that's where he did it, like <laughs> a like two weeks prior. <laughs> Shout out to Candace and Jason. I know you're listening. Um, that's sweet. That sounds simple. We'll do it. Philip stole your proposal. <laughs> he offered it to me. Okay, thanks, Jason. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, sweet. That sounds good. And so then we rode back to your parents' house, and I think Danny and Kayla were there visiting, and we were like, we got engaged! Oh my gosh! I think I called my mom and told her, and it was a fun day. Super exciting. Super exciting. So then we had to decide when we were going to get married. We decided to get married in August, and if you've been listening to this podcast or know anything about us we live in arizona and it is so hot in the summer especially august august and july are the hottest months and we decided to get married right in the middle of august reference today is july 6th 2020 it was 116 outside 116 116 so we got married august 16th and it was like 116 or something like that outside too the yeah, whole day. It, the whole day. It was so hot. And we got married, I think, around 1030. Yeah. But anyway, so we got engaged. I think it was like June 6th or June 8th. And then had we're planning for an August wedding. When I tell people that, they are like, wait a minute. Two months? Yeah. You got married and planned, or you got engaged and planned your wedding in two months. Yeah. Like, how did you do that? And I will tell you one thing my mother-in-law is amazing (laughs) um but really she is she coordinated everything um i had a friend a good friend of mine from 
junior high, make my dress. And she lived halfway or all the way across the country. She was living in um, Virginia. And I sent her a top that I found on Etsy, fabric that I bought at Joann's and gave her some pictures and my measurements. And I said, this is what I want. And she sent it back and it fit absolutely perfectly. No alterations needed. She's amazing. And we got engagement pictures taken, sent all those things out. And then I think your mom really did the bulk of the rest. Pretty much. Yeah. Almost all of it. She made half the food. I mean, we never ate the food at our wedding, yeah. which is my probably the bi- one of the biggest regrets is not eating the food. It's just a crazy day crazy day we had a friend make the cake and that was like her wedding gift to us and then mom and neighbors decorated and set it all up and it was it was perfect it was perfect one of my good friends took our pictures which i still love our pictures today six years later and had we gotten married now we couldn't even afford her because no she's (laughs) (laughs) we were like her second wedding (laughs) which we are so lucky she did our engagements bridals which even when she took them, I mean, I remember being like, Kylie, do you realize that you are worth like seriously like eight times this amount of what yeah. you're charging? And now she's... Now people fly her out to like freaking Australia. She is amazing. Kylie Patterson photography. So yeah, it was a great day. It was hot. We had the most fun reception with all of our crazy friends and party. crazy dance party. And then Philip surprised me and Philip's parents surprised us with Disneyland tickets and a trip to California for our honeymoon, which was so fun. You already knew we were going to California, right? Yeah, I knew I that. Think- you kind of had, had hinted like, oh, I think my parents are going to get us like a place in San Diego and da 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 But I had no idea we were going to Disneyland, which I hadn't been to Disneyland since I was like 12. 11 or 12. Yeah. yeah. So I was so excited. And, and you cried. I cried. I was so excited. That's awesome. So we got <laughs> a rental car. So the day of the wedding, we were get, supposed to get like this Chevy Aveo rental car, one of those dinky little, they look like smart cars. And we're totally spaced going and picking it up until like 4 o'clock that afternoon or 5 o'clock right before the reception. My dad's like, where's the car? And I was like, oh, crap. And so we jumped in the car. We went over to the rental car place. And apparently the... Like, we were literally only, like, maybe an hour or two hours behind of the pickup time. And they had already given it away. Like, they had already, and they're like, oh, it's not here anymore. We're like, okay. And they're like, well, well, we do have a couple of other cars still left over, and we won't charge you an upgrade fee. And so they had this awesome Chrysler, Chrysler brand new red, like, ruby red Chrysler 300 that was just super awesome. And they're like, well, you can have this. And I was like, yes. <laughs> we're going to drive that sick whip. All the way to California. All the way to California. So that was awesome. So that was really fun. So we yep. spent a couple of days at Disneyland, went to San Diego, which was so fun. I realized I don't like California beaches or birds. Well, you just <laughs> had, you've been overexposed to Hawaii, so you have these expectations of beaches. And had you ever even been to a California beach? Before? I had, but not in a long time. Yeah, and I think you just were like, "Wait a second, what? The water's like freezing cold. There's seaweed and everywhere. There's seaweed and seagulls. And seagulls everywhere. And you have to walk like a million miles to get to, to the, the water. Yeah, and then the water's super cold. And the so water's cold. I was like, not, wait. It's just not Hawaii. Not I grew up going to Hawaii almost every year, and I'm so spoiled because those are the best oceans but so, same ocean still, different beach still super fun and then we came home 
And then we came home to our little apartment. And here we are. We have our... We've been married for six years next month. So last year was our five year. We had a new baby, so we didn't do anything. I think we maybe went out to dinner or something. But yeah, that's our little love story. And something that I think I've been told a ton, especially recently. And I talked about this with Nicole on our Cinemama episode where she talked about that we need to go out on dates. Yeah. Like, I think we went combined with quarantine and just like a new baby and everything hadn't gone out in like seven or eight months. In the last two years, we've probably gone on like four dates. And so I think doing that and making it a habit really connects you as a couple. You just have to get out of every every day. Like the only time we spend together that's just by ourselves is when the kids are asleep. And so there's only that time. And then there's still other stuff that has to be done. So like right, like doing the dishes. There's one thing that we need to be better at. It's that because the most recent date we went on. The most recent date cost maybe $12. We went and got Chick-fil-A and your sister happened to be out of town. We swam in her pool without having to watch children and just hung out. And it was so nice to just like do that. So it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to go to like the melting pot every every date and spend all this money and or or go on like a fancy staycation trip. Like just making the time to spend time together, which is difficult because you're like i just want to veg and watch tv or be on my phone or you know well, and sleep it's not easy to coordinate some either you're always sacrificing either getting a babysitter which is either costing money and or not everybody feels comfortable having people watch their kids or you're having to get one of your moms to do it and then they have to sacrifice the time so there's always reasons to not do it and we're not even good at it yet i mean we still aren't good at it we're still bad at spending time together and and going on dates but the last two dates that we have gone on though we've had really important conversations or we've been able to like talk about things that we just don't talk about or just won't or can't any other time because we're doing something else right either we're like children are in the background and you can't even have a real conversation because you're just just or you're just like so exhausted from the day or you're trying to survive you're not in a state of like relaxation i feel like i'm never in a state of relaxation to be honest <laughs> but like when you that's like, just the state of life we're in but, i don't think that's but, possible like right our now last date was the first time i felt like relaxed and stress-free i can't remember the last time i felt like that and i think that is the like compounding effect of having little kid this pandemic the stress of work school having a house, responsibilities, the list goes on. Just find time to even just this make time, not make, find time. Make time. There's no exactly. Time to be bound in the day. You have to make time with the things that you want, whether that's in your relationship or at work. And I'm learning this at work is that for example, there's a lot of things in our work lives where we say, oh, I wish I had time to do this. or I wish I had time to do that. Depending on like the role that you have at your job, guess what? You don't find time. Time is there. It's coming. It's going. There's only 24 hours in a day. 
there's only eight hours in a work day. So you have to make time. You have to say, I'm claiming this time for this. And there's always going to be something else you could be working on. There's always going to be other things you could be doing. So you're always sacrificing time. So once you accept the fact that you can't find time to do things or that there's going to be a, oh, well, once I get to this spot in my life, now I'm going to be able to do this. Or once I get to this spot in my career, now I'm going to be able to do this. It's the same thing I feel like with relationships too. It's like, oh, well, when we get to this phase of our life, then we'll be able to go do fun things together. Or when we, when we get to this financial place, then we can go on more dates i want to get to this point then we, we can go do fun vacations like you have to you have to choose ad- to make the time or else it's never going to happen right and adapt like it's not going to be exactly the way you like you said you're going to sacrifice something so going on a date means feeling uncomfortable about asking somebody to watch your kids or feeling uncomfortable about having somebody watch your kids or having to financially pay for somebody to watch your kids there's always give and take but yeah so make time to rediscover your love story this has been just doing this episode like a little mini date like a little mini date thanks for joining us on our date night yeah and just going back and thinking about as i was preparing for this just writing out our little chronological love story i was like oh i do love him still i love him still and so if you take away anything from this episode it's make time for each other. For each other. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Rapid fire questions. Oh, rapid fire. What should they be? You think of a random question? I'll think of a random question. Okay. What is your favorite like scent of a lotion? Lemon. Lemon? Lemon is my favorite scent of all things. That's true. Citrus. Not just lemon, mostly citrus. Citrus. The right kind of citrus. Yep. That's okay. me. Now you know everything about me. Okay, what's my rapid fire so question? If you fans out there want to send me some fan mail, lemon scented, anything would do just fine. All right, random random question for you. Um, if you could only ever have only one topping on a hamburger besides the bun and the meat, what would it be? Pickles, pickles. Yeah, yeah because they're like <laughs> crunchy, but like sometimes they're a little watery, so you know, like you get the taste of like it could substitute for maybe like a like a sauce. I've never heard of somebody describe pickles as watery. But something about that adjective makes it feel a little wrong and makes me. Well, have you ever? ever. I understand what you're saying. Pickles are in vinegar, so they're like watery. I know, but could have said like moist or people don't like that word. Wet. That's also a gross word. Watery. No good way to describe something that's wet. That doesn't sound gross. Pickles are watery. Pickles they taste are, good, but right? they're sometimes can be a little watery, so it adds like a little sauce, yes. like makes the bun. There's lots squishy. of variables to pickles: crunch, sourness, wateriness. Whereas ketchup is just only one thing, one flavor. Very right. good. That's a very good response. Thank you. you I don't need your. Mine? I don't need your approval, but thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Do you want to know what mine would be? What would yours be? Onion ring. You oh, didn't sorry. ask me. <laughs> You didn't ask me what my favorite lotion flavor Sorry, is. What's your lotion flavor? By the way, it's called a scent, not a flavor. <laughs> Megan thinks things are called flavors, even when you don't eat them. Some people say flavors. Yeah, when they're five. Okay, my favorite lotion, lotion flavor beer. is unscented because I have such sensitive skin. That's not even true. That's what, true. Well, yeah, but what's your favorite smell? Favorite smell? Cherry blossom. Nope. Uh, cherry blossom. That's my least favorite actually um my favorite lotion smell oh it's this laura mercier 
um like coconut milk honey beautifulness lotion that's like 45 dollars would you have ever experienced my that? grandma has been wearing that lotion and using that body wash for years and it's so good no, no this portion. is like you have to buy it at a department store oh, it's super fancy. fancy someday i will work hard enough to buy you that lotion thank you or send our kids to college one of the two you can't you have to pick uh lotion sweet <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe oh, yeah. to our subscribe to the podcast, podcast so you can else? know when we have new episodes yep yep and we, and join our facebook page yes we're gonna we be need doing some, some more fun activity stuff. on there we need you to contribute what you want us to talk about next thanks for listening to the parents who talk podcast if you like what you've heard please leave us a review and share the love Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Parents Who Talk and join our exclusive Facebook group, The Parents Who Talk Podcast. Remember to be yourself and do your best.